Hi, you're listening to Dr. Shamina Johnson, and this is Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina, the podcast that focuses on learning to become conscious and aware so that you can take control of your life in this very challenging world. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about shame. You know, shame is one of those basic, powerful emotions that I think is seldom acknowledged. But it plays such a formative role in how we see ourselves and interact with others. It's such a painful emotion. It's like it's like carrying a boulder on your back that just reduces you in stature and self-esteem so much that you just want to sink to the ground. That's how painful shame can be, where we just want to hide. You know, there's been a lot of traction on understanding shame these days. You know, I'm sure many of you have heard of or read Brene Brown's work surrounding shame and vulnerability. And in that context, the shame that is discussed by Brene Brown in some of her work, it's usually to describe experiences of outside influences like a parent's disapproval or opinions of society at large when it comes to race, gender, or sexuality. But shame also arises when we violate our own internal values, where we've usually absorbed them from our families and the world around us. But over the years in my psychotherapy practice, I've come to understand that there's another kind of shame, one in many ways that I think is a little distinct, and it's shame at a very core level. It's the kind of shame that when things go very wrong in your childhood for whatever reason, like you have an alcoholic parent or there's abandonment issues or there's a bitter contentious divorce family disorder with violence and abuse, or mental illness in those around you, like a mother with severe depressive issues or a father with severe malignant narcissistic behavior. You know, it almost damages you, always damages you at your roots. It's like you feel like you have a psychic deformity, just like a birth defect or a physical handicap. You may feel fundamentally afraid and insecure in the world because of it. You might find it even impossible to love and trust other people. You could be prone to violent emotional outbursts or struggle with an addiction yourself. But if the environment is toxic, we're almost always, it always damages us by and leaving in a very lasting way. And with my clients, I I usually use the word, like I talk about it as far as like a mental scar. You know, these early experiences with our environment impose limitations and have to be taken into account. And it's not like you can simply choose not to feel shame. It is the awareness of being damaged, often on a very unconscious level. That is what I call shame. It is this intrinsic and internal, though we may often confuse it with just it being on the outside world, like those of us who are troubled by shame, dread being seen, and usually fear that others will look down upon us. 
We feel as if we're ugly or deformed. We may be burdened by a feeling of self-hatred for most of our lives. But this concept of shame that I'm talking about differs from shaming influences that come from the environment outside of us. It's These influences produce core feelings of shame, but I believe shame results from a much broader spectrum of experiences. And let me add, to be a person of color experiencing shame is something pretty important. You know, to be a person of color in a white world, it does have meaning. When you're confronted with hidden stereotypes at every turn, labels being placed upon you, it can be so destabilizing to your sense of self. You internalize these implicit and explicit messages of your identity, and it can affect you at a very core level. It's so multi-layered for people of color because you're not just dealing with managing your own emotions internally, you're also dealing with external influences. The need to do more just to feel equal, which are the underpinnings of shame. I'm not, I don't feel good enough about myself. Shame is one of those feelings that's irreducible, so unbearable that you can't even think about it. The feeling that you're damaged or fundamentally different from other people may become some, so painful, so unbearable, unbearable that you just have to disown it. Like you might project it outside of you or find ways to deny that it even exists. You know, I've come to see shame as an underlying issue for almost everyone who has ever entered my practice. One of the ways to tap into your own sense of shame is to think about it. Like think about an experience where you felt deeply embarrassed, even humiliated in public. Think about what caused you to feel that way. What shameful fact do you feel that that experience revealed to other people about you? You know, my particular defense against shame, I'll do a little self-disclosure, was when I was an undergrad. You know, I would take refuge in the idea that I was not the stereotypical Black person. Somehow I felt like I was unique or special in my own sense of blackness. And my own psychic retreat from my blackness, both positive and negative, left me with a sense of embarrassment and humiliation. You know, shame for my own underlying damage in my upbringing and also the fraught history of being black in this world. Now I can say I've gotten to the other side and see the psychological challenges of race and shame. And I'm able to have a sense of separation between my own feelings and those outside of me, like the shame that I experienced being black was not my shame. It was the nation's shame and its projections on vulnerable groups of people of color. So I've been able to get around it and see it differently, but I had to work through it. So when you think about this, like how do you defend against shame? If you take a close look, you might be able to see your own defenses in action.
Thank you for listening to Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina. Please don't forget to share this on social media and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.